so I just um, I'm leaving this job is a, a gutter job and this was a guy where I had to go back the, the first time I was there and this was like a subcontracting job so this wasn't one of my own jobs this was for a company called Leaf Filter and um, the first time I was there there was uh, I was pulling up getting ready for the, the gutter I was prepping the roof and this piece broke off on there which is like I guess sometimes it happens on steel roofs. I haven't done it with a, with a lot of steel roofs. I haven't put gutters on them yet. And this is the first time I'd seen this happen, and I called my boss, and I was like, hey, man, this happened. He's like, oh, it happens all the time, you know. Um, the guy's got to he's gotta have it fixed himself. Then you've got to come back and put the gutter on. And, and I, I told the guy that, you know, and he was, not, he was not happy. If it was one of my own jobs, you know, I would have just, just helped him with it, you know. But, um... So I come back there today, like two two weeks later, and uh, you know, because we we settled up to do the job, and this is like this is like the smallest job. Like a lot of the jobs I'm doing, I'm getting paid like over a thousand dollars for. This job was like it was like a hundred and ninety bucks, right? Like this is like the tiniest job. And the the first time I was there, there were so many problems. I was there for like four, maybe five hours, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and this is way out there. This is three and a half hours from home and uh you know it, it the whole thing should have took two hours but anyways the the guy gets the stuff or whatever and and the plan was for me to come back today and and I I got there and I'd, I'd called him too because I was about an hour later than I expected to be there and um so I called him in advance I was like hey I'm gonna be about an hour late and, and I get there and I could see that the guy was just mad <laughs> I'm like oh no and uh, I was like, howdy. And he's like, you know, I just about canceled. I was right here. I was supposed to go deer hunt tonight, and I did this thing. And I, I guess he thought I was supposed to, um, he thought I was going to put the, the I was going to fix the roof, you know. And, and I told him before, I was like, man, I can't, like, you know, like, if this, if this was my own job, I would, but I have to do it this way, you know. And, uh, but anyways, in that hour I was, I was late, he was there fixing the, uh, fixing the, the roof and he had it all prepped and ready so I get the gutter up there and everything and he's out there with me the whole time just like he was the first time you know and uh, and he's, he's just like the nicest guy and, and we, we got talking quite a bit the, the first time I was there uh, he's, a, he's a Vietnam veteran he was there for two years um, and he looks pretty young too you know so I was like man you know how old were you and he was there right away when he was 18 and 19 he was over in, in Vietnam and um uh, and then this was the, the first time I was there two weeks ago, you know, I'm, I was just asking him, I was like, man, that had to have been crazy. What was that like? You know? And like, he's like telling me these stories of all the different times he got shot and stuff and like seeing his friends die and just cr- crazy stuff. Like, I don't even like, I mean, we like video games, like kids play these video games all the time now. And I, I guess like adults do too. Um, I used to play them a lot. I don't anymore. But, I mean, it's like it, we're, like, desensitized to it. But that stuff is so real. And um, he's telling me all about it. I'm just like, whoa, man, that's wild. And uh, and I think I asked him the first time I was there. I was like, man, you believe in Jesus? And, the, and then he went on this big tangent about how he was, like, a chaplain's assistant for, like, five years in the military and this whole thing. But he does, he's not like that, you know. And um, anyway, so we... we 
I finished the job. I feel I was gonna say we finished the job. I feel like he was like it was a co thing. Like he was there the whole time, just watching me. <laughs> and, um, so I finished the job, and uh, and and he's talking about all this pain in his body and stuff. And we do the paperwork, and I was like, man can I pray for you for the pain in your body? And like right away, he was like, nope, nope, that's all right. Nope, you can't do that. And like he got offended. (laughs) And I thought that was it, you know, I was going to leave. But then he started talking, you know, and he explained like all these, all these different things and hurts and pains from the, um, from the church and stuff like that and the things he grew up with and, and, and all this, you know, um, and like, like a lot of people, right, they're super hurt by religion. It's a spirit of dead religion. And it's like reigns in like so many churches, Catholic churches, Lutheran churches, what, whatever, right? Like I'm not saying all of them, but I'm saying like, like there's a lot where it's just a spirit of dead religion. There's nothing. There's no life there. You can't breathe in there. There's nothing to eat, man. And like God has so, so much better for us. Um, and this guy got really, really, really hurt by that growing up. But then he starts telling me this story about um, about his friend, and uh, this is like his best friend. It's a guy that's a veteran also, and, and him and this guy they they talk on the phone like four or five times a day. They, it, that guy used to live close to here, but then he moved to uh, Wisconsin. Now he doesn't get to see him as much. But these two were like best buddies, and um, and he was like, "Yeah, me and this guy, you know, we're just like we'd." take a bullet for each other and all this, you know, like man stuff, right? And he's like, yeah, I only got a couple really good friends. And then, and then he got into the story about how, um, a couple years ago, I don't know if it was five or 10 years ago or whatever, it might've even been more than that. Um, but, uh, they were, they were all doing something. And then the guy, the guy whose gutters I was doing, he got a call and, uh, said that his friend's son had just killed himself. So I guess the guy hops in his car, go, like going like 100 miles an hour to Duluth or whatever, and, uh, and he drives over there to their house. And, uh, and the guy's son had just killed himself. And the, the son's dad, right, um, he, um, he's walking around the yard with a gun, and, and he's talking about killing himself, and the cop's there trying to talk him down. And then the guy whose gutters I was doing, he, he gets there, right, he drove like 100 miles an hour there, and he gets there and he talks with this guy for like half an hour and uh and he's able to like talk him out of suicide and ever since that they've been best friends and uh he gets to the end of telling me this story and he's like he's like I don't know I don't know how that happened I don't know what happened but there was there was something and uh and it was it was like he caught himself like right there he's like but yeah, I don't know what it was and I can't explain it. So I just, I'm spiritual and that's it. <laughs> but it was like he got on this whole tangent and ended up explaining to me like this experience he had where he saw God move, but then like he like denied that it was God, right? But but instead of like just this pain and hurt thing, right? And all oh, the church, this and that, he goes off on this thing explaining to me a time when he saw God do something crazy you know, and it was this guy getting talked out of suicide, right, literally, like, working in and through this guy who's not a believer, it was God working in this guy to talk this guy out of suicide, and, uh, just crazy, 
And so I was there, you know, after the time I said, hey, man, could I pray for you? And we got all the paperwork done. I can leave, right? Um, I was there probably another 20 minutes while we're talking, and he's telling me this story. And uh, and the guy's wife is a believer. Um, I almost want to, because the, the phone number on the contract was his wife. I almost want to give his wife a call and be like, hey, I'm praying for your husband. God is going to move mightily in his life, you know, or <laughs> something. I don't, because I feel that. I still feel like that's what's going on. And, um, but yeah, it's just, I'm just like, man, the Lord's just pursuing this guy. Angry old Vietnam vet, stuck in his ways, all this. But man, like, God is just like, he's right there, man. The Lord so loves us like crazy. Um, yeah, so that, that was really cool. I um, had so much stuff go wrong in the last week. It was crazy. Last week, week and a half. Like I was, I think I was talking about this on the last on the last podcast too. But I mean, just like crazy. Um, it says, "Consider it pure joy." We face. I know it says different things in different versions, but trials, tribulations, trouble, stuff in this life, bad things that happen, whatever, right? Um, And man, it was so good. Like, a lot of stuff went wrong. Like, there were were so many things. And, um, but man, like, all that, like, so just drew me closer to the Lord. And, um, and it's crazy to see how, like, our responses to things change, like, the more we know it. Um, it just blows me away. I was, um, my, I think I talked about this on the last episode, but my van broke down on, on Sunday morning. It started on fire. <laughs> I guess that happens sometimes when the, the wheel bearings go out. So anyways, I had a towed, and my buddy Chester fixed it, like, just in time for me to, like, get back to work, right? And I'm like, this is crazy. I'm like, man, you saved me so much money. Like, I'm making, like, a thousand bucks a day. So if I miss a week of work, I mean, that's like, you're looking at, like, six grand is gone, right? And he was able to fix it in time for me to, like, not miss any work. I'm like, this is nuts. Um, so that, that was really cool. And I think he's going to end up having his own mobile mechanic business. And that this was almost like the the starting of it. I don't know. And um, I, I was, it was kind of cr- like I, we, we bought this jack. I bought this jack for the job that he was doing because the jack he had didn't work. And, um, and I felt like I should give it to him. So I gave it to him. And like, man, I just, I'm excited to see what happens with that dude. He's, um, he's just like the nicest, humblest guy. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped about what God's doing in that guy's life. I think he's I think mobile mechanic stuff, something like that. I don't know. I think he's going to be quitting his job within the next six months, but we'll see. So anyways, I was back out on the road and, um, oh yeah, I missed this one job. So I had all the parts for this job and, um, between like the stuff going wrong with my van and then not being able to make it to this job, I was short like fourteen hundred dollars um, from what I what I should have had. <laughs> so I had like I think I had like four hundred bucks going into the week, which like is I mean for for most things like you'd be fine, right? 
Like I only had to make it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday Friday morning got paid like four grand, right? And um, but with with this gutter stuff, like I'm driving so much, like there's a ton of expenses. And um, I was able to go on on Monday when I went to pick up materials. I brought in my my scrap stuff. And, uh, cause I had this huge pile of scrap metal. I'm like, how, how what am I going to get like 50 bucks? Right. And, and I bring that in and it was like 220 bucks. And I was like, Oh snap, like this is going to work. Cause I was getting ready to pawn stuff. Right. I was like, all right, I got this thing. I'm going to bring this to the pawn shop. I'm going to do this. And I ended up not having to pawn anything. I even tried. I went in there with these electronic things that I have because I have like an extra cell phone and then I had my laptop I was going to pawn it for the week because I'm like dude I can't like run out of gas like I'm driving like sometimes like 400 500 miles a day you know and um, anyway so Monday bring the scrap stuff in and, and I think I then it put me at maybe like maybe it was like 500 bucks or something for the week and uh, I went and bought all my food for the week, which usually I would just I would buy food on the go, right? But this one I had to like plan it really carefully because I'm spending a lot of money every day on gas, and sometimes I have to buy tools and all this stuff. And usually, like I try to go into the beginning of the week with at least like a thousand dollars. So this is like half that, right? And um, so I, I get my food and, and stuff from the dollar store. I was eating these meatballs all week, and um, go through the week, and and it was like. Worked, uh, worked Tuesday, worked Wednesday, went, okay, th- this was crazy too, dude, um, I was, uh, I had two jobs on Wednesday, and they were both the same guy, uh, who owned the houses, he had a house, like, on a farm, and then he had a lake house, they were only, like, ten minutes from each other, uh, which is weird, I'm like, you'd think if you had a lake house, you'd want it, like, in another state or something, but <laughs> this guy was, I don't know, I guess he didn't, he didn't like them being far apart, um, so I do his house, I put the gutters on, and then I go to his lake house, and it's like 5 p.m. I'm like, dude, are you okay with me working in the dark? And he's like, yeah, sure. And um, and it was raining all day. And, was, and then it got dark, right? And, and then it was like, and then it really started pouring. <laughs> and, uh, and this was the most intimate thing with the Lord on this guy's roof. Um and it was freezing, like I had rain gear, but my fingers started to go numb, and, uh, and then my toes started to go numb, and like, I just kind of got into this place of like, I felt like it was just me and the Lord out there, and it was the quietest, most peaceful thing, even though I was in like, you know, like my, my hand, I, I'm starting to not feel my fingers, I'm starting to not feel my toes, and I'm, I'm hustling to get this job done. It's raining. I got this little headlamp on and, and I can barely see, right? Because I've got safety glasses on too for when I'm cutting parts. Um, but it was like the most peaceful thing. And uh, and uh, there's this song. It's this Maverick City song. It's like, we will remember. I probably didn't get the pitch or tone or whatever you call it, right? But it's it's just basically, it's like a, it's like a communion song, man. That'd be like the best way to describe it. It's like, the bread your body, the wine your blood. And, um, and this was like that, man. 
this was like, I don't know. I just felt like the Lord was like right there on that roof, man. It was, it was, it was really interesting. Um, so that was cool. And I finished the job and I get down there and, um, this was maybe, this was maybe half an hour before I finished. And this guy's in there cause I, I, oh yeah, I thought he went to bed and I was like, oh God, I gotta wake this guy up. I need to get a check from him, you know? And, uh, so I'm pounding on the door and he comes walking out. I was like, oh, you're awake. He's like, yeah, I was in there watching Jimmy Swaggart on TV. And <laughs> I, I don't know who Jimmy, I don't know what his preaching's like, but I just know he's a preacher. I've heard people talk about him. And I was like, right on, you're, so you're a believer. And he's like, I'm a born again believer. He's, <laughs> and I'm like, oh snap. And uh, the, dude, the dude goes on about how, um, you know, he grew up going to church. And this guy, this guy owns a concrete business. He's got 20 guys working for him. He's got two, this guy's a multimillionaire for sure. Right, like this guy's loaded. He's probably in his. He's, he's probably like eighty, but he's still working every day. Like he's in really good shape. It was just, it was interesting. And um, so, anyways, he's he's telling me about how he went to church. He was in a Lutheran church or whatever, and and doing that. And then, and then uh, he met some people that that really believed. And <laughs> he's, he's like, man, my whole life started changing. And this was. I, this was maybe like 50 years ago or something, right? I don't know. Maybe maybe it was less. Yeah, maybe it was only like, maybe he was 50. Maybe it was 30 years ago. I don't know. But um, he starts telling me about how he got born again. He's just filled with the Holy Spirit. And he, and, he, and, his, and it, like he could just hear the voice of God and, and all this stuff. And, like, and I was just like, man, this is crazy. And, and it was just really cool. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to go back in. And I was like, all right. And I go back out on the roof. And, and, and that was just really cool. I don't know. Um, but the whole the whole thing with being on that guy's roof, it was the most like, I don't know. It was just surreal, if that's the right word. I don't even totally know what that, what that word means. But I, I think that's a good way to describe it. Um, and then anyways, I'm out, uh, I'm out on Thursday, right? So it's Thursday. I got like... I think I got like a hundred bucks left, right? So I'm like, yes, I'm going to make it, you know? I'm like, man, this is crazy that this worked. And I go out to, and I get my jobs done for the day and I'm driving home and it was actually earlier um, in the uh, in the day than when I'd usually go home. A lot of times I've been finishing in the dark, but I finished this guy's job. It's like 5.30 and, and uh, the whole day just went crazy smooth and I'm, I'm driving home and it was just really peaceful. It's a sunny night. It's not raining that night, <laughs> and uh, and um, I'm driving home and I'm probably probably about an hour, hour and a half from home, and uh, and I blew a tire <laughs> in my van, and I was like, oh man. And at first I thought like so I thought the engine like exploded or something. I've never blown a tire before because it's like when you pull over, it's like oh my god, what was that? And I get out, and it's, it's the tires all shredded up. I was like, "Oh, okay." So I call, uh, I call AAA, and and I was waiting for like an hour, and it said they'll be there soon. I, I have the app where I can see them on there, and and nothing was happening. And then, um, and then I I think I called them again, and waited another hour or so, and uh, I, I think the tire blew out maybe around seven o'clock. So it's about nine at this point, and then. Uh, these guys pull up behind me and they, and they flip their lights on like a tow truck, right? And I was like, oh, it's a tow truck. 
and these two guys get out and I was like yo you the triple A guys and he's like no man he's like but I just didn't want to leave you here with a blowout and come to find out this guy had actually blown two tires that day and uh, <laughs> so he just had a tone of sympathy sympathy for me you know and, and him and these two they're foster brothers and um, I should probably check my GPS soon otherwise I'm going to go the wrong way driving right now um but anyways these guys are foster brothers and one's the older brother he's kind of in charge they're both running their dad's their foster dad's lawn care business they got lawn mowers and stuff strapped to the back it's a big pickup and um one's the younger one's 16 and the other guy's 22 so we're about the same age and uh they were just funny <laughs> just the combination of them because the one guy the 22 year old he's obviously like the alpha male guy in charge right and he'd be like, go grab this, go grab this, go, you know, and the, and the little guy would just go grab it, you know, and it was like, that was their relationship, and it, it, it's just funny, um, so we're out there messing with this tire for an hour, and we're trying to get my other one off of there, and we take this, we, we're doing so many different things, and eventually I take the, this grinder, and I, because it's, the tire's rusted onto the bottom, my spare tire's rusted on the bottom of my van, we get that thing off of there, and then the spare tire's flat, and when I'm looking at these guys, I'm like, no way are they going to keep helping me. Like, they've been here an hour, right? And the guy's like, he's like, well, you want to go fill it up? You want to come with? And I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> and uh, and we go we go to put air in the tire, and it's leaking. <laughs> and, and he tells the little guy, he's like, he's like, go get a can of No Flat. Or go get a, or whatever it was called. And uh, and I was like, what? And he comes, the little guy comes out, and he's got this can of... Uh, stuff they use for when you got a flat tire and I guess you, you put it in there or something I was like okay and um, and we go back to my van and we try that can out and it doesn't work <laughs> and we're out there for like another hour maybe I, I don't know these guys were with me for probably like two and a half hours and the guy's like he's like I don't know man one thing's for sure though we gotta get going and I was like that's all good man you guys tried thank you so much and we, we throw the spare tire on even though it's flat just so there's something on there because the guy needed to take his jack back. <laughs> and they left at around 11.30. And, um, and, I, and I think I called AAA again. And it got to be about 12.30 and I was like, you know what, I think they're, I think they're probably not coming. <laughs> and uh, I didn't have enough money to call a tow truck. You know, I, I could have had them tow me like five miles. But I... I wanted to go further than that, right? And um, so I just slept in my van. And it was the most peaceful thing, dude. I, I slept like, it felt like I slept a long time. Um, and I think I took a nap in there earlier too, but I just got so well rested. And I'm just sitting on the side of the road, right? And I think I was actually there for like 14 hours. Um, it was the most like peaceful thing. This was just like being out on that roof. Like, it, it, was, it was the same way, man, where I was just like, I don't know, I was just spending time with the Lord, and my mind just got, like, totally quiet, man, and it was just like me and Jesus, and it was like, man, and and um, I got to message some people back, I, and I let them just pile up now, you know, for, for like a week or sometimes 10 days, I'll let my, all the messages and calls and stuff, unless it's related to work, because it's like... I'll just be running for like 18 hours a day working, right? Um, but I, I was stuck in my van, so I was, I was getting back to everybody and, and uh, praying with people and talking with people. And, and it was just, 
I don't know, man. It was just really good. And I saw a pastor, Pastor Jay, put a, does these word of the day things. And I didn't get to watch this one because I didn't have any signal. Um, I was I was driving at one point and uh, I, I was trying to play it a couple days earlier. And I couldn't play it, but I just saw the name. It was like something about our response. You know, like our response defines us or, or something like that. And, um, and yeah, man, just this, this whole week has been like week, week and a half or, or whatever. And, and there's some things that have gone on to that I haven't talked about. And, um, man, I can just see God just working in my life, man. And how he so just changed my heart changed even like my emotional reaction to things now where it's a duty and he says that like in his first or second Peter somewhere in there talks about how we become partakers in his divine nature like the only way I remember that is because it rhymes <laughs> and, uh, but it's it's so real man um, like that's just it's just wild man like if, if these things had gone on a couple years ago I would have been such a mess man I would have quit, man. I would have gave up. I would not be out putting up gutters, man. Um, oh, yeah. So, the next morning. I'm, so, I've been in my van for like 14 hours on the side of the road, right? Just spending time with the Lord. Like, it was like, I felt like I got a weekend in, in the middle of the week. And I just felt so well rested in the morning. And uh, I checked my bank account. I got like four grand in there. I was like, sweet. Um, so, I, I pay all the guys that I had to pay electronically, the guys that had worked for me through the week. And then um, I call up the, the tow truck guy. Or first I called Walmart. I was like, hey, you got this tire in there? Like, yeah. I'm like, can you help me put it on? They're like, yeah. I'm like, sweet. And this was in, um, uh, it was like half an hour from where I was. It was like the opposite uh, direction of Alexandria where I live. But I was like, this would make more sense. So I, I called the tow truck guy. I was like, hey, can you bring me to Walmart? And he's like, yeah. And he comes out. Or no, he first he's like, have you been there all night? Because <laughs> the AAA guys... <laughs> This was the guy that they were trying to get a hold of, but he was sleeping. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. And, like, I don't know totally how it works, but he knew I'd been there all night. <laughs> and I think he felt kind of bad. And I'm like, it's okay, man. It was good. Like, I was spending time with the Lord. <laughs> he probably thought I was a weirdo. So he sends out his, his employee, right? And uh, I think his name was Leroy or, or something. I don't know. And uh, this guy had a southern accent. And, and he, he, he's thinking I'm going to be mad, you know, when he gets there. And I was like, hey, man. And he's like, hey. He's like, how you doing? And I'd be like, probably better if you weren't on the side of the road all night, huh? And I was like, no, man, it was actually really good. You know, I was just spending time with the Lord and it's, I got really well rested. And he was kind of like, what? And, um, and and we started talking about the Lord while he's, while he's doing this. And then we get in and we're driving to the Walmart and, uh, and we're talking some more. And, and it was just really good. He's telling me about his kids and his wife and, and all this stuff, man. And it was just, uh, we just, we had a really good talk. And I get to Walmart. And, like, I'm there and, and, and I go and I'm walking around. I get some sushi. I was It was so nice to have, even though it was just this Walmart sushi, it was way better than what I was eating from the dollar store all week. So I'm back in the, in the auto waiting room right at, at Walmart and uh, this was in Detroit Lakes and I'm eating sushi I'm all dirty you know I haven't showered in like 
36 hours or something, right? And uh, and I probably just looked like a goofball back there. And this this lady walks in, this older lady, and she just had the biggest smile on her face. And we started talking about different stuff. And, and I asked her if she believes in Jesus, and she's like, "Yeah." And uh, and we 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 talked about a whole bunch of different stuff, and I kind of shared kind of how my life has been with her, and she shared about her life. And, she had this, uh, she had breast cancer. It was kind of crazy. This lady had breast cancer like 30 years ago. And um, it was right at that time she got breast cancer. Uh, somebody at the, she was working at a college. And uh, there was uh, somebody else that was within her circle of people that she knew. And they just had a baby. And they weren't really able to take care of the baby very well. So she would babysit all the time. This, this little boy, I can't remember his name. Um, but this lady, she's a white lady, right? This is, this is a black, um, black baby, right? And, uh, and it just, I don't know, it just, it kind of just gives you a visual. And, and anyways, so she's like babysitting and almost like raising this child because the mom is like not there and, and the dad's not around, right? Um, so she's got this child most of the time when she's not working in the college and it was like she was telling me she's like the Lord like brought this child into my life right when I had breast cancer and then uh, she like totally recovered from it right and then uh, or yeah this is 20 years later now she got breast cancer again and she showed me her hair was growing back she's like this chemo hair she's like I'm totally healed and I'm like whoa and she's like literally at the time that I got this cancer this boy that she helped raise. They, they moved out to California when he was six. Him and his mom moved out there. It was a rougher growing up, right? She'd go out there to visit him. This old lady, right? But she could only see him once a year then, right? Because he's out there living with his mom in California. So at the time this lady gets breast cancer again, 20 years later, this this kid uh, comes, comes to live with her. And he's like 20 and he's in college because he's going to college in Minnesota. And, and it was just crazy. So both times she had breast cancer. There's this little boy, and it's like God just sent him into her into her life. First as a baby, right? But then in, 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 when he's like 20, and, and she said it was just the most like peaceful thing. And um, she got totally healed of breast cancer again. Just crazy. Um, so me and this lady talked for a while. My van had been done for like 25 minutes at this point, right? And like I was. You know, and I'm thinking before I started talking to this lady, I'm like, I gotta get out of here. I got a like $900 job to do, and I gotta drive back to Alec, and then I gotta drive two hours, and like it's gonna be one o'clock by the time I get there. So I'd already figured out I had an employee for the day, a guy that was gonna come work for me, right? Because I, I would have been able to get I would have been able to get the job done, but I was like super late at this point. And um, so, anyways, me and this lady get done talking, and it was just it's really sweet. And, and I go out there and I get in my van and I'm driving and uh, I made it uh, I made it about half an hour and uh, and, <laughs> and my steering wheel jerks really hard and I was like what is that and I pull over and everything looks fine and I go a little further and then it just starts going crazy and it was the same thing that happened on Sunday my left wheel bearing went out and it starts on fire so I get out and I'm I put out the fire with the water bottles. I've like got it down at this point, right? Like we just did this a couple days ago. <laughs> and I parked in, uh, where was this? This wasn't very far. This is maybe half an hour from Alexandria. 
but uh, I was broken down again, <laughs> and uh, I'm just like, man, thinking like, dude, I don't even know what to do, <laughs> like, this is crazy, man, I broke down three times in a week, twice in like a 24-hour period, you know, like, I'm only like half an hour out of the mechanic place, and it, and it breaks down, and, uh, and, and I'm just like, well... And I felt like the Lord was just like, take it easy. Like, don't do anything. Don't call anybody. He's like, go get lunch. And um, so I was like, okay. And the, for real, like, I just, I felt like that's what God was telling me. He said, like, just chill. Just eat something. Like, you don't have to do anything right now. And uh, I was like, all right. So I go, I go to this, I walked. I was right in downtown. Um, what was it? What is the name of that town? Just past Miltona. If you don't live in this state and you're listening to this, you'll be really confused. But anyways, so I walk like a block and, and I grab some, I grab a burger at this place and, and, um, then I go back out to my van and, and, uh, I think I just took a nap. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I didn't know what to do, man. Um, so I just passed out for like an hour and I, and I woke up and, and, uh, and I realized I was like, gosh, I got this other job that I've got all the parts for. So, and then this job was in between where I was uh, and where home is, right, in Alexandria. So, like, kind of got this idea, and I'm pretty sure it was the Lord. It's kind of goofy, man. What we ended up doing is um, I had the van towed to this to this uh, place that I was needed to spit the gutters out at. So I had it towed there. And then uh, you spit out the gutters, and then I called the tow truck guy again, and then we had it towed to this other place where uh, they're going to help me move my uh, my gutter machine out of the van and out onto my truck and trailer, because um, I just I don't feel like I should keep fixing the van for now. I want to keep it. I do want to fix it, but I think I'm just going to use the truck and trailer for now because uh, it's it's more reliable. Um, but it just and it, it all just worked out super smooth and. Um, but taking that time to rest in there and to just, cause I didn't know what to do, man. I'm like, this is crazy. I'm like, I haven't been home in like a day and a half. Like <laughs> this thing keeps breaking down. Like this is just, I don't know what to do. And, and taking that time to rest in there and just, and just kind of wait on the Lord going and grabbing food, taking a nap or whatever. It was like the whole thing just went crazy smooth, dude. And, um, yeah. And then, and then I'm out, um, this, uh, the guy I was doing the gutters for, his name's Aaron. He's just the most chill dude. Like the first time I, I, I met him, I, just, I knew I was like, God, I feel like me and this guy are going to be friends. And anyway, so I, I go out there, uh, for chopping the gutters and we end up talking for like probably like an hour and a half, two hours throughout the whole thing. And, um, man, it was just cool, dude. And, and he's, he's super into the entrepreneur stuff too. He's got all these random businesses that just kind of happened because um, he was in the right place at, at the right time and it was just totally gone and, and, and it was just cool so we're talking about business stuff and talking about talking about the Lord man and, and just different things in our life and how God just kind of we could just see how he was pursuing us all of our life you know and um, we're talking about like sharing the gospel with people and, and what that's like and, and just just really cool we, we got to talk a whole bunch and yeah so, 
So this whole week, man, I don't know. I just I felt like doing a doing a uh, recap on the on the entire thing. Uh, it's just beautiful what God's doing. Really, really cool. And um, I got stretched this week. I got I got way stretched. Um, it was it was awesome. <laughs> like. I feel like I feel like everything in my life up until this point was was preparing me for for this last week, and then this last week was preparing me for uh, the, the the future after this, you know. And um, yeah, just awesome, man. Like God, he, he's got he's got such a good life for us right where we are. Like, with whatever circle of people we have around us in our life, man. Like, is man, he just, he, he loves us. Loves us, loves us like crazy. Yeah. So, bless you guys. I'm gonna turn this recorder off and, and go back to watching my GPS. I think I might have missed my turn, but I couldn't have missed it by very much, so we'll find out. Bless you guys. You have an awesome night, or whenever you are listening to this. Yeah.